From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 8th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Healthcare workers, seniors, and now teachers have all been among those who have started to receive the coronavirus vaccine, but complaints continue from people who have not been able to schedule their first dose. Brittany Bailey has more. There is still higher demand than supply. Governor Mike DeWine defends the state's targeted approach of seeking to vaccinate the most vulnerable. Who do you start with and, and who do you focus on? And what we've done is followed the data, followed the statistics, and we know who the most vulnerable people are statistically in, in our society, and we've got to get them vaccinated. I'm Brittany Bailey. Governor Mike DeWine is defending his efforts to smoothly roll out Ohio's vaccination program that's been hampered by short supplies. Bennett Haberly has the story. CDC data ranks Ohio fifth when it comes to vaccinating those in long-term care facilities. But when looking at the standardized rates of doses administered per 100,000, CDC data shows Ohio trails 38 other states and U.S. territories when it comes to putting shots in arms. The governor's office disputes this number, claiming most states are statistically bunched together, and those appearing to outperform Ohio have fewer nursing homes and smaller populations. I'm Bennett Haverly. Lawmakers considering the upcoming two-year state budget are looking to separate revenue forecasts about $838 million apart. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Governor Mike DeWine's two-year $75 billion proposal includes a $1 billion initiative to help small businesses and local communities recover from the coronavirus pandemic. State Budget Director Kimberly Murnix told the Ohio House Finance Committee last week she's projecting almost $25 billion in revenue for the fiscal year beginning in July and $25.5 billion for the following year. Wendy Zahn, director of the Legislative Service Commission, said her estimates total almost 2% higher for the first year of the budget and 1.5% the year after that. Eric Brown, ONN News. An Ohio Republican linked closely to Donald Trump has stepped down as the party's chair, a signal of her interest in running for the U.S. Senate seat being left by Rob Portman. With Trump's backing, Jane Timken took over the party leadership from a state chair allied with former Governor John Kasich, a Republican opponent of Trump. State Republicans have done well during her four years, and while untried as a statewide candidate herself, she's well-connected and wealthy. Her announcement Friday came a day after Dr. Amy Acton indicated interest in the Democratic primary. Two teens from Blacklick, just east of Columbus, were killed Saturday night in a single-vehicle crash on a ramp heading on to Interstate 670. Clay Gordon has the details. Columbus police say the driver lost control on a patch of ice, striking a concrete barrier, rolling down an embankment. The vehicle ended up upside down, crashing through the ice and into water. The 17-year-old was transported to Ohio Health Grant Medical Center, where he died. A 13-year-old boy was taken to Nationwide Children's Hospital, where he also died. Another 13-year-old boy and 64-year-old Todd Friend, both stable. I'm Clay Gordon. The two killed were Gahanna Lincoln High School student Faye Shong Friend and Gahanna Middle School East student Joshua Friend. Grief counselors are available at those schools today. An inmate is dead and two correctional officers were seriously injured over the weekend at the state's intake center for the Ohio prison system. Eric Brown has more. On Saturday, Michael McDaniel became combative as two officers were trying to remove him from his cell at the Correctional Reception Center in Orient near Columbus. McDaniel did not accept medical help, collapsed, and later died at a hospital in Columbus. The Columbus Dispatch reports both of the unnamed officers were treated and released from area hospitals. McDaniel was sentenced to a little over a year and a half in prison in January for aggravated assault in Franklin County. The Ohio State Highway Patrol is investigating the incident. Eric Brown, 
ONN News. The Ohio Supreme Court has suspended the law license of a longtime attorney from Southern Ohio who is charged with human trafficking involving former clients. Dave James has more. The state attorney disciplinary board told the court that attorney Michael Marin of Portsmouth was a danger to the public. The court said it would suspend Marin for an interim period. The 75-year-old has denied the accusations against him, saying they were based on testimony from numerous felons who received favorable treatment for cooperating. Authorities say he was involved with a sex trafficking operation and targeted women who were poor, addicted to drugs, and facing criminal charges. Dave James, ONN News. A grand jury in Ashland County has indicted a man suspected in a Mansfield woman's murder. Michael Kelly has the details. 30-year-old Ryan Stroop faces aggravated murder, kidnapping, robbery, tampering with evidence, and gross abuse of a corpse charges in the death of Tina Goad. Her body was discovered off County Road on January 26th after she was last seen at a local bar. Police say dispatchers received a call from one of Stroop's own relatives around 2 a.m. claiming he just confessed to killing a woman he'd met at a bar. Goad's body was found a few hours later. It's unclear if or how the victim and suspect knew each other, but Stroop was also slapped with charges of violating a restraining order and improper handling of a firearm inside a vehicle. Michael Kelly, ONN News. The Super Bowl last night began with a one-of-a-kind flyover during the national anthem, and one of the pilots was an Ohio native who's getting lots of praise back home and around the nation. Angela Ann has the story. The University of Dayton tweeted a photo of Captain Sarah Kashubu saying she graduated from the school's Air Force ROTC program back in 2012. According to the university, she has had more than 90 combat missions and over 1,700 flying hours. She was piloting one of three Global Strike Command bombers that zipped over Raymond James Stadium during the national anthem, performing a first-of-its-kind flyover. Angela Ann, ONN News. And while the Cleveland Browns were not in last night's Super Bowl, the team still has plenty of reason to celebrate this season. Brittany Bailey explains. Head coach Kevin Stefanski was named by the Associated Press the NFL Coach of the Year. Thank you very much for this honor. I'm incredibly humbled, especially given some of the coaching that we witnessed this season. He led the Browns to their first playoff appearance since 2002 and their first playoff victory in 26 years. I'm Brittany Bailey. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.